0: Today on the Disney Wedding Podcast, I am speaking with recent Disney bride Renee Ferrero-Cook about her wedding at Disneyland, and I thought you guys would be interested to hear how she planned it and how it turned out, and just get some of the details because there's not as much information out there about Disneyland weddings, and Renee is really good at explaining them. (laughs) So welcome, Renee. Hi, Carrie. Thanks so much for being on the show today. I'm interested to know, right off the bat, how you and Deanna chose Disneyland as the place for your wedding.
1: For us, it was really a great debate between Disneyland versus Disney World. We are both huge Disney fans. We both grew up loving Disney. I actually grew up in California. Deanna grew up on the East Coast. So it was kind of pitting the two against each other. And what actually ended up kind of breaking the tie for us was Disneyland actually legalized same-sex marriage before Florida. And so we could call it a wedding in Disneyland, and we couldn't in Florida. It would have been a commitment ceremony.
0: Interesting.
1: Yeah. So it also helped too that most of my family is based out of California. And so between that and it being legal in the state, we figured we'll only have one set of guest travel instead of everyone.
0: Got it. Okay. So how did your friends and family react when they found out that's where you wanted to get married? surprisingly, they
1: all took it very well. I kind of think they all thought it was a no-brainer for me, Indiana, to get married at Disney, only because we are constantly at Disney. There's everything in our life is Disney. It's Disney, 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 Disney. And so it was just kind of like, oh, of course they're getting married at Disneyland. Like, that makes total sense.
0: (laughs) How many guests ended up making the trip?
1: We actually had 80 guests make the trip. Vienna has an extremely large family, but because our wedding was during the holidays, a lot of them couldn't make it. So we were quite happy with the turnout of 80, though. That was quite a few people who are important to us were able to be there.
0: That's wonderful. Now, tell me a little bit about the locations you chose and why you chose them.
1: We got married in the Rose Court Garden and had our reception in the Sleeping Beauty Pavilion. Both those locations are at the Disneyland Hotel. When we were originally doing our wedding planning, we were thinking about doing a ceremony at one of the Disneyland hotels and then actually hosting our reception in the Animation Academy and Disney California Adventure. What we found out through our research was, though, in order to have an in-park event for a wedding, you need to have the event for wishes wedding uh, Monday through Thursday in the off-season after park closes. So what that meant for us is if we wanted to have an Animation Academy reception... We would be having a ceremony around 7.30 or 8 o'clock at night, a cocktail hour from about 9 to 10, and then a reception from 10 to 2 a.m. Well, with half our guests coming from the East Coast, we really couldn't do that to them. That was way too late. On top of it it needing to be Monday through Thursday, it just wouldn't work. So we kind of went back to the drawing board and like, okay, we can't do Animation Academy, what next? So we looked around at the different venues. We're fortunate that we're local. And so we went up to the hotel and did a self-guided tour of the different venues available to us for our guest size and everything. And the Sleeping Beauty Pavilion was really the only reception venue that didn't look conference roomy to us. We're really, I don't know, I guess sensitive to that. We didn't want it to look like you know, the space could be turned over and a conference could be hosted the next hour. We wanted it to really feel like Wedding and the Magic at Disney. And the Sleeping Beauty Pavilion really gives that effect, just with the shape of the room, the chandelier at the top, rectangular windows that overlook the whole Disneyland hotel with the pool area and everything. It just felt like Disney. So we picked that for our reception. And then our venue was a little bit harder. We were torn between the Rose Court Garden and the Breeza Courtyard. The Risa Courtyard is very beautiful, lots of lush green. You have the monorail passing overhead, so it has that nice whimsy Disney touch that we both really like. The only downside to the Risa Courtyard is it's in a very public spot, and so it's easy to get a lot of gawkers and people looking in. And we are both really nervous with it being a same-sex wedding about getting people who would say something negative during the middle of our ceremony – or do something inappropriate that it would kind of ruin the day for us. And then there's the Warriors Court Garden, which also has the lush green aspects that the Breeze Courtyard does. It didn't have the same necessarily Disney whimsy, but it had the privacy. So we really liked that. And then between that and the reception being at the Disneyland Hotel at the Sleeping Beauty Pavilion, we just figured it'd be easy to keep our guests at one hotel location as well. Got
0: it. So did you add any Disney touches or have any kind of a theme for your wedding?
1: Oh, yes. We had many Disney touches for our wedding. We also are, we didn't have a theme per se. It was more Beauty and the Beast inspired. So we had a lot of roses for our uh, floral decor. We used the reds because it kind of matched also the Christmas time as well. For our centerpieces, we had books. I picked books specifically that were Disney used to create stories from. So I picked all the classic fairy tales, you know, Cinderella, Sleeping Beauty, Grimm's fairy tales, all of them, and just kind of stacked them around the room. And we had hidden Mickeys in our bouquet. We had the characters come to the reception. We had both Donald come for the cake cutting. We also had Mickey and Minnie come and do uh, photos with our guests with us. On our cake, we actually had film strips of Still frames from different Disney movies through the ages. I want to say it had all the classic films plus a lot of the Pixar films. We also, for our dessert, had World of Color strips with that film feel as well with the stills. So, yeah, we had a lot of Disney at our reception and our ceremony.
0: That's interesting. And I want to ask you some questions about planning because there's not as much information out there. Yeah. In Florida, you really, it's really hard for you to do your own centerpieces and things like that because yeah. of all the restrictions. When you say that you put books around the room, did you guys actually get to set up your stuff or did Disney put it out for you? Or how did that work?
1: I should say this the rule of thumb is if you're doing any do-it-yourself or setting anything up you or your wedding party or someone you know or one of your vendors is responsible for it disney for liability reasons won't touch it we were fortunate that disney floor and decor actually set the books up for us they may or may not help you like that it's kind of hit and miss with some of the disney brides but we were fortunate and they did help us however the rule of thumb is if you want to do a do-it-yourself have someone ready to set it up and take it down and be responsible for it because Disney is not technically supposed to help with it.
0: Okay, interesting. So that's pretty much the way it is in Florida, but it sounds like you guys get lucky more often than the Floridian Brides.
1: Yeah. It's funny because during our planning session, I brought the idea of the books up and I asked Kelly, she was the floral person that we worked with for floral decor through Disney, and I asked her about doing books through Disney and she flat out told me it would be less expensive for me to go out and get the books myself than do it herself. So I went back and forth and talked to her about it. And she said, if you bring the books, I'll go ahead and set them up. And that's what happened.
0: <laughs> awesome. That's great. That's some pixie dust. Yeah. So then with the rest of the planning, did you do planning visits? How did you find your vendors? Just kind of what is it like to work with Disney on a Disneyland wedding?
1: On a Disneyland wedding, our timeline was a little bit crunched. We planned our wedding in five months from signing the contract to having the wedding. So, typically what happens for a Disneyland wedding is when you're interested in doing a Disneyland wedding, you contact them, you can get information from them. I don't know about Disney World, but at Disneyland, until you're under contract, they actually won't take you and show you any of the venues or reception sites anymore. They don't have the capacity to do that. So, they actually give you paperwork with all the ceremony and reception venues listed that you can go and do a self-guided tour and look at them. When Deanna and myself did that, we went to the hotels, and for some of the venue spaces are a little bit harder to find. We actually went to guest services and spoke with some of the people at guest services and they are actually extremely kind and very helpful and took us to see some of the venues and give us a little bit more information about them so we could kind of get a feel for them rather than just looking at them in pictures. So once we did that and we picked our spots and everything, we signed our contract. After that they send you the planning pages and you fill those out I guess, as soon as you can or whenever you feel like it, because typically they do the planning session for a Disneyland wedding about six months out. Well, for us, we were kind of under the gun was get it in so we could schedule our planning session. So we scheduled the planning session. We signed our contract and sent that in in July. A couple weeks later, we sent in our planning pages and we had our planning session in August. And at the Disneyland planning session, you only go over everything for the ceremony, the reception, floral decor, all the elements. You basically do everything except food. The food is done at a separate menu tasting if you want to do that. And that menu tasting is usually done about two to three months before the wedding. A couple months later, we went back and did our menu tasting with them and actually got to try out all the delicious foods That we were going to have for our plated service. And we actually got to try one of the custom appetizers that we requested as well.
0: Great. And so did you use any outside vendors or did you just go through Disney and then they contracted their preferred vendors?
1: We did a little bit of mix of both. For Disney, through them, we did floral decor. That was largely done because With our time crunch, we felt it would be easiest to just go with Disney rather than try and find a floral decor person to get that done. We also had the string quartet at our ceremony and played through our pre-reception as well. And we did that through Disney because we wanted to make sure that we were going to be getting a high quality string quartet who knew, since we largely had Disney music playing, who knew the Disney music. For our efficient, we actually ended up with one of their preferred vendors for our efficient, but that wasn't intentional. It just so happened that we were researching and looking, and the one we found we liked, and I later looked, oh, it's hey, it's their preferred vendor. <laughs> so that was kind of a oh, that's nice. They're very familiar with Disney. Hmm. That one was kind of through Disney, not really. Hair and makeup, we went outside of the preferred vendor. We actually couldn't get in contact with the preferred vendor for Disneyland. They don't have an extensive preferred list for hair and makeup at Disneyland. Mm -hmm. At least when we booked our wedding, they didn't. They only had one vendor listed, and we were not able to get in touch with them. So we went with an outside vendor that Deanna found researching on the knot and we got in contact with her chelsea from fuse hair and beauty and she did a fantastic job for both of us for the day of the wedding and our castle shoot the next morning for our dj we elected to not go through disney you can go through disney for the dj the disney djs are fabulous we just were not comfortable with the price point for the disney dj and we wanted to see if we could find someone who would work with the disney but maybe cost a little bit less because music was really important to us and i want to say that for the disney djs You don't necessarily get as much communication with them as you would if you went with an outside DJ. So we researched and we found a fantastic DJ, Eric Mosqueda from SoCal DJ, and he was absolutely phenomenal. is actually Colombian, and so we had a bit of a cultural bridge that we had to create with the music in order to get everyone up and dancing, and he just nailed it. And he's done Disney weddings before, so he was very familiar with the process and everything. And then our photography and videography, we found them at a bridal show, Brides Against Breast Cancer, where we got our wedding dresses, and we are actually the first Disney wedding that they've shot. We took that risk. They had never done a Disney wedding before, and I want to say that they had said it had been many years since they'd even been to Disney, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but their photos that we saw were just so stunning. We absolutely fell in love with their work, and they are their team is phenomenal. They're so kind, they're so nice. And I'm actually a little bit shy and I hate having my pictures taken and I felt completely at ease with them. And so that really comes across in pictures. And so it was nice to be able to know that I would look relaxed and not really tense and uptight.
0: That's wonderful. While we're talking about photography, The process for having your photos taken inside the park is also very different at Disneyland. You can bring in your own photographer, but you still have to pay Disney a fee. Can you talk about that fee and how that all worked for you?
1: Yes. For the Disney castle shoot at Disneyland, what ends up happening is first they have to clear it. I believe the clearance process is different as well for Disneyland versus Disney World. It's basically just, hey, we want to have a castle shoot done. And they look and they go, yes, you can do the castle shoot or no, you can't do the castle shoot. Um, So it's really based on their availability of whether or not they can do it. You can also add on other areas for an additional fee as well. And I believe both parks are actually open for shoots. So you could do Disneyland or you could do Disney California Adventure. And I'm not 100% certain, but I do think the price points are different for Disney in front of the castle versus Disney California Adventure. Once we got that booked and signed off it was basically all we had to do was show id to get have the castle shoot done they actually didn't check our id when we went to have our castle shoot (laughs) but they're supposed to check your id and your photographer's id Uh, they told us think of it like you're going to an airport so have everything ready to go and for disneyland for the shoot it's the couple in plus you can have up to two people so like a photographer and a photographer assistant come with and we actually had one of the people who came with as part of our photo and video team doing video so we had photo and video in the park
0: wow that's fabulous do you feel comfortable sharing the prices for the disneyland and then if you wanted to add on another land in disneyland
1: yeah the price when we had our castle shoot done was three thousand that was this past December. I've heard through the grapevine that that price has gone up to 3500 It's not entirely clear if that's related to the 60th anniversary this year or if that is, in fact, the new price point for it. So it is definitely
0: more pricey than Disney World. And you don't even get your photos. <laughs> I mean, you have to pay yeah. extra on top of that for photography. Yeah, um, yeah. Do you remember what the prices are for adding on other lands besides the castle?
1: that is really hard to give a price point for because it seems like that depends on a huge range of factors and it's not a set price and so it's if you're interested in a different area and it's really sky's the limit like if you're like hey i love this part of disneyland i really would love to have pictures taken there it is totally worth asking your wedding planner and contacting them and saying hey how much more would it be to add on we wanted to have additional photos taken in the little alleyway between Pirates of the Caribbean and Haunted Mansion. We kind of really like that feel, especially during Christmas time with the decorations. And they came back and told us it would be an additional $2,000 for what? that. What? <laughs> yes. <laughs> they came back and told us that. And I had a little bit of sticker shock. I clarified with my wedding planner that, is this in fact just for the alley? And not any ride queues, not on rides, just the alley. And I was told, just the alley. Oh my. So yeah, I do know that that is on the higher end. Other brides that I know have not had to pay nearly that much for their other park areas. So I definitely want to emphasize and stress to people considering a Disneyland wedding that the pricing structure is very unique to each event. And it's not necessarily a fixed set and price structure. So if it's something you're interested in, ask. Please ask your wedding planner what the price would be, and then evaluate whether or not you can afford it. Because just because it was $2,000 for me to get that extra doesn't mean it would be $2,000 for someone
0: else. Okay, so speaking of money, when you were planning, what were the three most important aspects or least important aspects where you focused your money and your attention or where you saved money and time?
1: Our most important areas where we spent money were food, music, and just the overall ambiance Not necessarily decor, but we just wanted everyone to kind of have a great time and be allured by the magic of Disney and everything. So we really focused our budget in those areas. We had a plated meal service. We had the past appetizers at our pre-reception, as well as a little, what do they call that? Like the little cheese buffet thing. <laughs> oh, right. I think they just call it a cheese display. <laughs> yeah, cheese display. There we go. Yes. Cheese display. So we had the cheese display at our pre-reception with past appetizers, including the custom appetizer that we had. We had the plated meal service. We had our cake And our cake, our beautiful cake. We had our cake and then we also had dessert. We actually got really lucky. Uh for our dessert, they did this phenomenal uh chocolate I don't even know what to call it, just chocolate deliciousness with a little macaron and oh, it's phenomenal. We had these white chocolate world of color strips plated with our dessert because when we were at our planning session, we were talking with our planner and she actually mentioned they had these strips and what had happened is they'd actually been ordered for another wedding and instead of ordering a hundred of them they'd ordered a hundred boxes of them <laughs> <laughs> yeah something like that so they had way more than they needed and they sold it to us at a significantly reduced discount because they needed to get rid of them there was either use them or they were gonna they were gonna go bad <laughs> so they actually gave them to us at a significantly marked down price. Remember a few times that Disney gives you something marked down for the wedding, <laughs> so we saved a little bit of money there. But it was still we went well over our food and beverage minimum per person. It was supposed to be, a I believe, about one twenty five was our minimum per person, and we were closer to one forty per person. And that was before, I think, drinks because we did a bill on consumption style bar.
0: Yeah, I do recommend those at Disney World, and it sounds like probably the same in Disneyland. It's a way to save money because you only pay for what people drink.
1: Disneyland calculates their deposit formula differently than Disney World.
0: Oh, interesting.
1: Yeah, I'm not quite sure how they calculate for Disneyland. All I know is they didn't take enough of the deposit from us. Oh (laughs) (laughs) yeah. Um it's the way it worked out, it was still less to pay for bill on consumption than it was to pay for prepaid drink package. So yes, there was that. However They do not collect nearly the deposit that they do for Disney World. They don't do the whole calculation where they do, what, like two drinks the first hour, then one drink every hour after that per person.
0: Exactly, yeah.
1: They don't do that for Disneyland. (laughs) They just charge a flat deposit fee. Interesting, okay. Yeah, and I don't know if we were a weird wedding where they did that, and it just kind of got missed in the shuffle, or that's their normal policy, but that's how it worked out for us.
0: Okay, so then what were some aspects where you just weren't as interested or you thought, let's save some money here, it's not as important to us? The invitations definitely
1: were an area where we saved a ton of money. We did the invitations ourselves. We went to Michael's, got one of those kits, used a coupon to make it even cheaper and printed them at home. (laughs) We did our entire invitations ourselves. We also didn't do save the date since we were planning a wedding in five months. We didn't see the point of sending out save the dates and then like a month later sending out invitations when we could just call everyone (laughs) Uh, because so many people were traveling that we sent our invitations early as well since it was so close to the holidays to give them a chance to really evaluate whether or not they could afford it and get them all the information they needed so uh, so we saved money there we saved money on our dresses we got them at an event called brides against breast cancer and we you know one wedding dress is expensive enough to just like so much money (laughs) so we saved money there because they are donated gowns and They sell them to get money to support families who are dealing with breast cancer, and so they don't sell them at full price.
0: So what ended up being your favorite memory of your wedding day? That
1: one's a tie. Our ceremony was absolutely phenomenal. Alan Katz, our officiant, he just, out of this world, amazing. For our ceremony like it was so personal and so perfect and so funny and so us like it was everything I wanted my ceremony to be and then some it was just absolutely perfect so I really love that however our first dance was a little bit eventful during our first dance shortly into it Deanna had a bee land on her face and I'm not so fond of the creepy crawlies and bugs and whatnot so I kind of gathered my skirts and ran away <laughs> And she brushed the bee off her face, brushed it off her body, and then stomped it to death. (gasps) Yeah, so this happened, like, right in the middle of our, the beginning of our first dance. And then, you know, we just kind of picked up and finished out the dance from there. So it was a really funny moment. It's caught on film. It is fantastic. The people are joking that, you know, until death do you part, or bees. (laughs) I was running away like a little chicken. So... (laughs) It's kind of a toss up a tie between the ceremony and the first dance just because who does that happen to? Who has a bee land on them for their first dance? Especially because weren't you inside? We were inside
0: in December. (laughs) Well, maybe the bee knew where the warmth was. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. It was one of those situations. It was like, of all the things that could happen during the first dance, that was not something that was up there on the list of things that could happen.
0: (laughs) So other than the bee attack, did anything go wrong or just not turn out like you expected?
1: Uh, There are a few little things that didn't go quite as planned. Our hair and makeup ran really late. And so we didn't get to take some of the pictures before the ceremony that we'd wanted to. But ultimately, it really wasn't a big deal. We just didn't get to see our pre-reception that we had planned on seeing. So that was kind of a bummer. But the rest of the wedding was, it was all fantastic. And so it really wasn't a huge deal to me. Our cake was not the design that we had asked for when we went in to see our reception space our planner pulled us aside and let us know that the people who do the cakes had tried to execute our design and as it turns out they couldn't The we had wanted it to look like from the top tier of our cake, it was a reel of film that was coming unwound and with film spiraling down the cake, and they found out that trying to create those spirals, they as they were drying, they were cracking and breaking, and so they couldn't do them.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, unfortunately, they didn't know this beforehand, so they weren't able to execute our cake design as we would requested. They just wrapped a film around the tiers instead.
0: And how did it look? It still looked
1: really good. It looked beautiful. It was delicious. I was happy. It's tasty cake, so... <laughs> Yeah, it was just one of those things like, oh, that's unfortunate. Oh, well, I'm married. I'm happy.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And was there any aspect of the wedding that seemed like a big deal beforehand and then turned out not to be?
1: I was actually, funny little thing that I was really obsessing about and nervous about, getting our dresses to the hotel because since our dresses didn't come from a bridal salon, they were not steamed and wrinkle-free and all that before we got them. And between the transport to the hotel and sitting in the hotel closets and out and everything, I was concerned about the dresses getting really wrinkled and looking terrible in pictures. Like, I was going a little bit bonkers about this before the wedding. And the day of the wedding comes around, I look at dresses, and I was like, you know, they're really not that bad. Nothing's going
0: to show in pictures. Okay, we're good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. Hmm. And then is there anything that you know now that you wish you'd known then?
1: Prior to the wedding, I hadn't... I've been to some weddings, but I guess I really don't pay attention to everything going on around me. And I didn't realize that sometimes people will approach the sweetheart table and kind of talk to the couple. Well, we got rushed at our wedding. Everyone came to us, which was great because we didn't have to move. So I got to sit down and talk to people and everything. But it made it difficult to make sure that we were really interacting with all our guests because they were all getting up from their tables and coming over to us and everything. So I wish I had known before that to let the DJ know that if a situation like that happens, that we would prefer if the guests stayed in place and we could go to them and kind of make our way around the room and talk to them. So that was, I probably think, the only thing I'd wish I'd known before the wedding. Uh, Everything else with Disney just went pretty much perfectly smooth for us. I tend to ask a lot of questions and tend to throw ideas out there. Uh, So we got what we wanted. But I guess that's something that if you're not the type of person to really ask questions or you just automatically assume an idea you have is ridiculous and there's no way you could do it, really (laughs) ask Disney because Disney can do some amazing things. They may do it for a crazy price point, but they can do some amazing things.
0: Okay, good advice. Any other tips or advice for future Disneyland brides and grooms? Have a good time. Enjoy your wedding. (laughs) I guess the biggest tip really is
1: just don't be afraid to ask. Ask anything you want of them. The worst they can say is, no, they can't do that. But we found out that sometimes even if they say, no, they can't do that, that they can come up with an evil idea that's just as amazing. For our past appetizers, we had asked if they could do mini Monte Cristo sandwich cheese sandwiches because we love those and they're delicious. And they came back and said, you know, they don't have the capacity to do that in the kitchens. Unfortunately, they won't be able to, but the chef is thinking about it. And the chef came back to us and said, you know, we haven't done this before, but we could do basically fried potato fritters with Gruyere sauce instead. And as it turns out, those were absolutely like out of this world, amazing, delicious. And they were a great substitute for it. And if I had never asked about the Monte Cristo sandwiches, we would have never gotten those appetizers. So it's definitely worth asking Disney. That's
0: great. Is there any place online where my listeners can go to read about or see photos of your day?
1: I don't know what the contracts is with Disney World and their photographers, but with Disneyland, if your photographers aren't one of their preferred vendors, Disney basically will not let your photographers share the photos in any capacity. Hmm. So that's a little bit different to, I think, like my photographers are not allowed to display or share in any capacity any of the photos from our wedding. I can use them for personal use as I wish as long as I follow my photographer's contract. So... If they want to see more about my wedding and read more about my wedding, Mindy from Budget Fairy Tale actually was a guest at my wedding and she did a blog about my wedding.
0: Oh, perfect.
1: We forgot about that. Yep. So there is a blog post from December 2014 that Mindy did for Budget Fairy Tale and she took pictures and did a really nice recap of our entire evening.
0: Well, Renee, thank you so much for taking the time to share all this great information about getting married at Disneyland and how things went with your wedding. I think it's really informational and helpful to anyone who's considering one, and I appreciate your taking the time. No problem. It was
1: great speaking with you. If you have any other questions, feel free to ask me if there's something that you think about that you'd kind of like a little answer for. I'm more than happy to answer any questions you may have. Thanks.
0: That's our show for today.